Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. It is certainly a, a privilege and honor to be with you this week. I, I'm just excited about what the Lord is doing. I'm excited about the revelation of how God is doing it. I'm excited of all the things that God is doing in the body of Christ right now. You know, we look around the world and the things that's going on in Russia and the Ukraine, and, and we see all the destruction that's taking place, and we see, you know, we've been through a pandemic here for about 20 months. And, and we're wondering, you know, when is this thing going to turn around? But you know what? In all of the that we've been through in the last 20 months, I'm telling you, I'm excited to see what the Lord is doing. There's some great things going on. We've seen Him heal bodies. We've seen Him touch minds. We've seen Him deliver people out of bondage. We've seen people delivered from fears and anxieties and panics and, and all these things that the Lord is doing. You know, you don't hear much of that on the news, but we only hear the negative. But I'm telling you, turn your eyes toward the Lord. You know, the Bible Bible says in Luke chapter 10, 19 and 20 in the Amplified, he said, look, he said, behold, look guys, I've given you authority and power to tromp upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over all the power the enemy possesses and nothing shall by any way harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are enrolled. And and the Bible says in the King James, it says that your names are written in heaven. Now, what does that look like? He's given us power and authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. Now, he said he's given us power and authority. This is in red. This is Jesus speaking. He's given us a power and over all the ability of the enemy possesses and nothing shall by any ways harm us. Now, church, when you look at that in the physical, that doesn't look like what's going on in the world. That doesn't look like what our power and authority that he's given to us is about. And we're asking and, and we're asking the Lord Lord, do something. Heal our bodies. Touch our bodies. You know, I've been thinking, and as I begin thinking about the Holy Spirit, He's been speaking to me. He's not going to do anything for you that He's already done. And and when I read the Scripture, I want to go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19 and 20, because I think that'll kind of enlighten us on some truth and revelation. And what is the exceeding greatness of His power toward us who believe, according to the working of His mighty power, which He worked in Christ, when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him in His own right hand in heavenly places. Now, if you read verse 18, it says that exceedingly greatness of power, you've been given that. In other words, you have raising from the dead power on the inside of you. The same power that got Jesus up out of the tomb after he, out of the grave, after he passed away and died, is the same power that quickened us and made us alive. And that's the same power living on the inside of us. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly all we ask or think now, there's where most people stop with that scripture, but there's some more to that scripture. He says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. In other words, he's not working through us. He's working in us. That same power is on the inside of us. That, that resurrecting, raising from the dead power is on the inside of us. And it's the same resurrecting power. You know, I, I think we've misunderstood some things in spiritual warfare. And I think some things actually being taught in the spiritual warfare that's absolutely incorrect. And I think things change with the new covenant from the old covenant. Now, I, I know people will, will argue and say, well, you know, Jesus didn't come to destroy the law, but he came to fulfill it. Fulfill it means to fill it over. In other words, 
he, he, you don't need the, the law and the prophets anymore because you have Jesus on the scene. and he, He's a priest and a king and he's made us priests and kings. And, and you hear all these people praying. Here's how they're praying. Lord, I want you to rend the heavens and come down. And you know, and then you have spiritual warfare and, and people are saying, well, you know, we, our prayers are not getting through the heaven, second heaven. There's a, there's a darkness over North Carolina. There's a darkness over Colorado. There's a darkness over Florida or whatever it may be. But you know, the Bible really doesn't teach that. And so if you know Notice when Jesus came into a town, he didn't say, well, I'm going to send intercessors in there for about three days, six months before I get there. And, and, and he's going to clean things up and he's going to get the atmosphere ready for me to come in. Jesus didn't need the atmosphere ready when he showed up. You don't need the atmosphere ready when you show up. There's not uh, demonic spirits over North Carolina blocking us from heaven. Our prayers don't even need to get to heaven. Our prayers are in us. And uh, they just need to get, they don't even need to get above our nose. You ever pray and you feel like, well, it don't even go out the ceiling. It don't need to go anywhere. And so we see all these people. And then we take it back to Daniel chapter 10 and and Daniel was praying and the, 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 they blocked him for 21 days and couldn't get through and he sent an archangel and the archangel come and helped his prayer get through. But you got to understand that's old covenant. You don't see any of that when Paul was praying. You don't see any of that in the new covenant. You don't see any of that taking place in the day and the hour that we're living in. And so I, I, you know, I want you to understand that your prayers have power. The power is on the inside of you. And that the spiritual warfare of fighting through the heavenlies to get to heaven, that all sounds good. Good, but I'm telling you, I, I just don't believe that's if Jesus, he ran the heavens and he came down and he lived on the earth and he died and he was buried and he resurrected on the third day and now he's forevermore alive. And so inside of us is the same. He said, it's your benefit that I leave because if I leave, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit and he's going to speak to your heart and he's going to change your life and he's going to transform you. See, that's what we need to be looking for. We're so busy fighting demonic powers and what's going on around us that we can't even enjoy the goodness of the Lord. I understand there's demonic powers. I believe in the devil and all his demons, but I believe they're a defeated foe. And the Bible said in 1 John 3 and 8, the Son of God comes to destroy, loose us from the works of Satan. So we got to understand that we have power and we have authority, and that authority needs to be used by the believers. That's the beauty of grace.